Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio. Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Website Recovery Radio KMP3.com. Books go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe your day's just getting started. Maybe it's just winding down. Maybe it's somewhere right in the middle. But here we are. You and me. I am glad for that. very grateful. I have no desire to drink today. Very grateful for that. I do have my regular coffee here, my piping hot cup of French roast coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. Somewhere along the line, I got in the habit of saying that. Somewhere along the line, I got in the habit of saying all of these things that I say at the beginning of the show and Sometimes I wonder if it's time to change the the theme song. I've got a lot of options. I think I might do that soon. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. Woke up today. And... First thoughts I had were, honestly, they were, wow. Yes, I am sober. Another day. I'm alive. Another day. And these days I wake with a sense of purpose. I wake with a sense of excitement and real spirit. It used to not be like that. I hear a lot of people who don't wake that way share in meetings. And I didn't wake that way For a long time into my sobriety, I woke with fears, basically. I mean, 
I woke up with anxiety and fear and you know in the big book it's 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 known in some places as the fear prayer but i don't know i just i don't to me it's it's just a, a very specific tool to use it's not it's more than just a prayer to me it's it's a and it's changed my life and it's changed this and it's led me to this place where i wake up feeling no fear. It's because of what's in the book. If you want to read it with me. It's on page. It's on page Be Patient. I'm finding it. It's on page 68. I'll just read page 68. From the top. You know what? Forget that. I'll start on page 67, last paragraph. Notice that the word fear is bracketed alongside the difficulties with Mr. Brown, Mrs. Jones, the employer, and the wife. The short word somehow touches about every aspect of our lives. It was an evil and corroding thread. It set in motion chains, trains of circumstances which brought us misfortune we felt we didn't deserve. But did not we ourselves set the ball rolling? Sometimes we think fear ought to be classed with stealing. It seems to cause more trouble. We reviewed our fears thoroughly. We put them on paper, even though we had no resentment in connection with them. We asked ourselves why we had them. Wasn't it because self-reliance failed us? Self-reliance was good as far as it went, but it didn't go far enough. Some of us once had great self-confidence but didn't fully solve the fear problem or any other. When it made us cocky, it was worse. Perhaps there is a better way. Perhaps there's a better way than waking up with a bunch of fears. This is what I'm getting to. This is why I wanted to read this. This is the connection I'm making between what I was talking about and what is on these pages. For we are now on a different basis, the basis of trusting and relying upon God. We trust infinite God rather than our finite selves. We are in the world to play the role He assigns. Just to the extent that we do as we think He would have us and humbly rely on Him, does He enable us to match calamity with serenity. We never apologize to anyone for depending upon our Creator. We can laugh at those who think spirituality the way of weakness. Paradoxically, it is the way of strength. The verdict of the ages is that faith means courage. All men of faith have courage. They trust their God. We never apologize for God. Instead, we let Him demonstrate through us what He can do. Here comes 
what is known as the fear prayer, but to me it is so much more than that. It's a call to action. It's a calling to take action. It's not just something to say to ourselves or to God about prayer and then just go about our business. And moreover, it's it's not something that has us calling somebody and telling them that we're in fear. Which just makes it worse, I think. For me, it did. When I was calling people to tell them I was afraid, I had more fear than ever. Just watering a weed, swatting bees. Gave it so much power by talking about it all the time. And when I learned this, right away it started working and right away it changed my life. And it took me to this place of this morning where I woke up, not in fear, but excited for the day. Sense of purpose. So here it is. This is what's known as the fear prayer. We ask him to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. We don't do that one time. Because the next sentence talks about an ongoing experience. At once, we commence to outgrow fear. We begin to outgrow fear. As soon as we start practicing this, we commence, which means begin, to outgrow, which means to get too big for fear. So we ask God to remove our fear immediately. And then to direct our attention to what he would have us be, which is something other than afraid, something else. Practice that. It's changed my life. That's the, that's, that's the, that's the reason. I woke up today, not in fear. It's not that there aren't things that require attention. And that's important for me to say. It's not that. It's not that everything's just going my way all the time. It's not that... You know, I'm living in this world. I'm going through things, you know, on a regular basis. There's things going on right now that are not helped by me worrying about them. But we ask God to demonstrate, let us demonstrate 
God. Since we let God demonstrate through us what he can do. We ask God to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. I don't know about you, but I, that's become a part of my mind. It's become a working part of my mind. It's part of how I think. When I notice that I am in fear, I recite these things so quickly. It's just part of how I think. I don't even really notice it usually anymore. It's just a pivot. It's like an instant pivot. Okay. Why am I in fear? I'm trying to, because I'm, I'm relying on myself. Okay, God, please remove this and direct my attention to something constructive. And just from practicing that, not complicating it, it's changed my whole life. That, by the way, is the whole fear section of the big book. That's what they have to say about it. They call it evil. And that's what we do with it. Ask God to remove it. And to the precise extent that I'm in step three, am I not afraid? just to the extent as we do as we think he would have us and humbly rely on him does he enable us to, to match calamity with serenity pretty amazing a friend of mine who was in the hospital they were released yesterday finally but I gotta tell you I brought this with me in there and I, I felt like an island there. I was just in this absolute sea of of a lot of suffering, a lot of worry. And I was very grateful that I could I don't know aim to be a source of comfort. Haven't been in the hospital since I was in the hospital. And it was wild to be there. The exact same ER waiting room that I was admitted into a few years ago. Just thinking about how How grateful I am. Anyways. That's it. I'm not doing any modeling today. I did a lot of modeling this week. I'm tired. It's very tiring making like a perfect face. And posing in some really hot position mountaintop or near some bison or just gets very tiring alright 
see, I wasn't going to joke about it because I'm not funny today. I want to give a shout out to Chelsea and to Dave and to everyone Everything is okay. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that's worth saving.